Welcome to the Extraordinary Life Podcast from the creator of the Extraordinary Life Tribe, Crystal Obergon. The self-development podcast propelling you forward toward your goals using science-backed high-performance habits. Reach the next level in your physical and mental health. See new heights in your relationships. Gain clarity on your purpose and live your extraordinary life. Welcome your host, writer, speaker, and coach, Crystal Obergon. Hi, this is Crystal from Crystal Obergon Coaching, and this week I am going to talk about the downside of routines and habits. We know that many of our routines and habits can become unconscious, and sometimes this is helpful. For example, as adults, we usually don't forget to brush our teeth or wash our face at night, and it can feel like we, it can feel like our unconscious routines can free us up for more important tasks, for ideas, for thoughts. And then, of course, our routines or habits can be unhelpful as well. So, for example, my old habit of eating ice cream every night before bed was not necessarily helpful. So what happens is that whatever our routines are, whether they're good or bad, helpful or unhelpful, we get used to them and our body actually looks forward to them, even if they're not necessarily helpful or if they are helpful. So a good routine can help us accomplish our goals. I go on about my morning routine and how important it is to me and that it helps me feel good. It keeps me focused on my short and long-term goals. Unloading the dishwasher while my coffee brews helps me with the goal of having a tidy kitchen. My meditation helps me become more aware of my thoughts and being more in control of them and my reactions. My gratitude journal helps train my mind to focus on the good in my life. While writing my 10 dreams helps me to focus on taking actions to get me there. And then on the other hand, going through your routines unconsciously can also be a detriment. So over the weekend, several examples of how not to do routine or how a routine can set you up for some kinds of failure came into my world. And I just really find it amazing the places and people I learn from sometimes. And usually if I see something similar two or three times, then I know that I have to write about it. And that's what happened. So I will share those. And basically, these are three reasons not to rely on unconscious routines and what to do instead. Yesterday, I was watching a briefing for firefighters that are on this fire that's it's not super close to me, but it was close to my family and close to the mountain area that I have spent a lot of time in. There's a habit that probably isn't helpful anymore to watch these updates and briefings. I was watching and the safety officer came on. She told this story about how once a year she would get her rig looked over. So basically making sure that everything is okay with it. The tires get rotated, oil changed, all those things. Um, Somebody goes over it. And so she went to pick it up. She did a once around making sure that everything looked fine and she drove away. And she didn't get very far before she all of a sudden sees out of the corner of her eye in side mirror, a tire bouncing on the road. And she suddenly feels the back of her rig 
hit the ground. So she goes off to the side, calls in to get the guy to come out and help her out. And he's just appalled and that this happened. And what had, what had happened is he'd rotated the tires. He was going around. He did the lug nuts of all three tires. And then when he was about to do the fourth one, the UPS, a UPS driver came and set some packages down um, by the side of the left tire. And he got distracted by that. And then basically he forgot to tighten that last wheel on. And so the lesson was that while routines help us, they also can hinder us because when we're taken out of that exact routine, we lose our awareness, um, our situational awareness of what is going on. And so her advice was to be more aware and do things outside your routine. So maybe drive a different direction, or in this case, hike a different way. She's talking about firefighters. But the lesson for me is that, yes, you become complacent. You lose your situational awareness when this happens. So basically, by walking a different direction or driving a different direction, you are seeing things a slightly different way, even if you're getting to that same objective. And her advice was also to, to really look and try and find the things that are new and different and be open to new experiences because you otherwise you literally can miss out. And I, it also made me think of the quote from my mentor, Brendan Burchard, that only two things change your life. Either something new comes into your life or something new comes from within. If you want something new to come into your life, then you're going to have to do things a little bit differently. So even if you feel like you have a great routine that works for you, try changing little pieces of it to do things differently. For example, I had an early morning dentist appointment today. And on my way back, I was going to come straight home. I've got, you know, things to do. And I decided to stop at this coffee place that's on my way home. And so I stopped, I ordered my coffee, and then I turned around and I saw a friend that I had not seen for probably a year or so. And so we were able to chat for a little bit while I was waiting for my coffee, and it was really nice. He's not necessarily something new that came into my life, but it brought something to my day, good memories and all of that. The second part of that is something new coming from within. And I think this one is really important. Generally, if something new is coming from within, it's because you are changing your thoughts in some way. So becoming aware of what you're doing and how you're thinking about what you're doing can bring positive change into your life. There's this idea I've heard it in different ways now in the past three years. When you are thinking about something, your body produces chemicals that cause you to feel a certain way. It can make you feel good or make you feel bad or anxious or worried or, or happy. All of these feelings are caused by a thought. So you have the thought, your body produces the chemicals that cause you to feel a certain way. And then when you feel a certain way, it goes back to thinking a certain way. 
So you actually create a feedback loop called a state of being. I really want you to note that it starts with your thoughts, this feedback loop, not your feelings. Basically, if you're not liking how you feel, you can change your thoughts. Your thoughts are completely responsible for how you feel. So nothing or no one makes you feel a certain way. It actually is your thoughts. Now the thing is that's where the routine comes in because you can create this feedback loop, the state of being, it can basically become ingrained. It can become a memory. So becoming aware of your thoughts and how they make you feel can actually wake you up to new possibilities and a new reality simply by changing your thoughts. I have a couple of examples of this. One is a little bit more of a simple one. I've told you that I write down my 10 dreams as if they had already happened. And one of them is I live in a quiet, peaceful, comfortable home. And I actually live in a great house. Not that there isn't anything I want to change about it. I have this thing of looking at houses that come up on the market for sale. And the more I do that, the more I realize that I actually really like my own house. But it's up on a hill. We have a beautiful view. I will admit that. But with that, there's a low hum of traffic noise that we hear, even though the highway is, I don't know, probably a mile away or so. And it's something that annoys me. And I would love to just hear the birds and have it be a lot quieter. So yesterday I was sitting on my deck and I thought, okay, I can change my thoughts about this. I can change my thoughts about the sound that I'm hearing. And I can not exactly ignore it, but really just focus more on the view. Focus that I can see big birds flying around, that it feels like we're in a treehouse sometimes. And so then that creates more of that feeling of peace and quiet, even though the sound actually isn't changing. All of that is making me love where I live a lot more. The other example I have is really with my daughter. I did a post about creating better relationships, and this goes with that a little bit. She's a very strong personality, which is awesome because it will really get her places in life. But as a parent, it can be hard to live with that strong personality. Because I write down my dreams every day, one of them is I am an extraordinary mom. And another one that's related is that I go on a family trip with my kids every year. I know that if I want those things to happen, if I want my daughter to want to spend time with me on an actual trip, we need to have a certain type a relationship, a certain closeness. So I started thinking about that. There are things that would annoy me about her, whether it's having to pick up after her or maybe she comes in late or whatever it is. I would have a thought about not liking it and it would create the feeling of being annoyed. It'd be great if I could pin that feeling on her causing it. So saying she causes me to be annoyed when she doesn't clean up after herself. But in reality, 
I'm responsible for that feeling. And so I started thinking, I'm not going to be picking up after her forever. And at some point, I'm actually going to miss picking up after her. And where she is now, she's off in a college dorm and she'll have housemates later. And it'll be their job to be, to say something or not. Like my job is done and I could be annoyed or I could appreciate, not that I don't ask, didn't ask her to clean up, but I could appreciate what I had and spend time with that. And I could focus on many of her positive attributes that are going to serve her and also create a different feeling. Over the past year and a half, I can say that our relationship has changed measurably. We just spent five days together taking her to college, and we had a really good time. And yes, there were times when I wanted to feel annoyed about little things, and I was able to change my thoughts and change my feelings so that we continue to have a good time. So those are three ways that you can change those routines and habits to create really a better new life and future for you. I hope that you enjoyed them. So just as a quick recap, you are changing the way that you think so that you produce a different result. You're changing little things about your routine so that you don't become complacent and you create more awareness around your routine so that if you get distracted, you still do the things that you need to do. So creating that awareness so that even if your routine gets disrupted, you're still aware of what you need or don't need to do. All right. If you would like to dive in more to some of these topics and get some more perspective, please do join my upcoming Success Habits Reboot because we will go more into the different things that you can do in your daily life to create an extraordinary life, whatever that is for you. So have a great rest of your day and I will see you in here next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Life Podcast with writer and coach, Crystal Obergon. We'd love to connect with you outside of the podcast too. To find more helpful insights, show notes, and more about Crystal, go to crystalobergon.com. That's O-B-R-E-G-O-N, where you will also find info for the Design Your Decade Workshop. This workshop will help you to stop drifting and start creating. Until next time, be extraordinary.